0: Welcome in somebody who knows the Big 12 incredibly well. He is very trammel with the Oklahoman. Joining us on Heartland College Sports Weekly, part of heartlandcollegesports.com. Before we get going, just a reminder, guys, please leave us a rating, review, subscribe, iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play. Helps us out enormously, and we will uh, send you a free Heartland College Sports koozie in the mail if you uh, leave that rating and review on our podcast, and then send me a screenshot of that rating and review to Pete Mundo, M-U-N-D-O, at heartlandcollegesports.com. Thanks so much, guys. Really appreciate that. Uh, Barry, first off, I want to look at this conference uh, from a big-picture perspective here. OU, I know they're not in first place, but they're they're still the odds-on favorite to win the conference. As you look at this conference top to bottom, KU's getting better as well. How impressed are you with the depth right now in the Big 12?
1: Well, I'm very impressed. I think I think top to bottom, it's closer than it's been in years and years and years, maybe mm-hmm. decades, um, because the Sooners are not as good as we thought they were. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, they've, they've played three teams with winning records this year, Iowa State, uh, Kansas State, and Texas. They beat one of those teams by seven points. They lost to the other team by seven points. And the third team they beat by one point. Mm-hmm. So... This is not necessarily a dominant Oklahoma team against good competition. So you look at Kansas on the bottom of the league, and Kansas is clearly better than it's been in, in recent years. Uh, and they're in the middle. You know, I think if, if you throw out the three the three bottom teams, Tech, West Virginia, and Kansas, those seven teams have played 15 games against each other. Ten of the 15 games have been one possession finishes. So it's a very tight tightly contested competitive conference um oklahoma has emerged for four straight years at the top if they do it again you'd have to say that that parity has not arrived but in terms of just how close and how competitive the games are it's a pretty it's a pretty tight fit all the way one through ten
0: So, Barry, as as you look at this conference and, uh, you know, what's happening here in the rankings, you're always very interesting with the way you do your rankings. And I always appreciate that. You got some uh, some flack, I'm sure, from some SEC and Paul Feinbaum fans when they, I think, helped your uh, rankings go viral a few weeks back. But take us through how you do these rankings uh, as an AP poll voter and where you think the thought process is wrong here across the country.
1: Well, I don't really go by the eye test. I think that's nonsense. Um, I don't go by analytics. You know, they talk about how much you uh, your rankings and yardage allowed. Who cares about yards? Football is not played with a currency of yards. It's played with a currency of points. And winning and losing is the, is the key. So I just – I rank teams based on what they've done. Mm-hmm. Who have they played? Where have they played, and how did they do? And this idea that you can look at a Clemson or an Alabama and say, oh, they're really good. I don't really buy it. Go Show me the resume. What have they done? And this year, Clemson's, Clemson's uh, schedule is pretty weak. There's not much going on there. Alabama's was until last week. They host LSU. They lose. Mm-hmm. So, I, you know, I rank teams based on what they've done. And I've got, you know, a team like Baylor – Uh, loses the eye test with most people because they've had such tight fits. You know, three overtimes with TCU, double overtime with Texas Tech, three-point win over West Virginia. Uh, People don't get excited about that. But you look at Baylor's schedule, Baylor has a, uh, a better resume than a Clemson. They've got more good wins. They've been to Stillwater and won. They've been to Manhattan and won. They've been to Fort Worth and won. Clemson doesn't have a... You know, they might have one victory, uh, maybe two as good as TCU. They don't have any as good as beating Oklahoma State or Kansas State. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. I I rank teams base, all based on what they've done. And That's right good. now in the Big 12, that, that makes it uh, a Baylor with uh, pretty substantial uh, edge over uh, the teams that come next, which you can sort of throw darts at, but Oklahoma, Texas, uh Oklahoma State, Kansas State, Iowa State, TCU, ever how you want to rank them, uh, it changes week to week for me.
0: Hey there, it's Pete Mundo, and our friends at MyBookie.ag have become great partners of Heartland College Sports, and uh, during Thanksgiving week, they've got a great risk-free, literally risk-free offer for the Bears-Lions game. You choose a team against the spread up to $250, and if you win, congrats, you've got extra holiday spending money. But if you lose, congratulations, congratulations. My bookie will give you all your money back. It's a no-brainer because you literally cannot lose. It's no risk, all gravy, and it doesn't matter whether you're an experienced player or a first-time customer. MyBookie.ag welcomes all levels of players, and they've got a great customer service team that will take you through the process and make sure that you are taken care of. So just log on to MyBookie.ag and make your first deposit with the promo code BIG12, that's BIG1 2, and MyBookie will match your deposit dollar for dollar to jumpstart your bankroll, and that's on top of the risk-free Bears-Lions bet. Let me repeat that. Guaranteed deposit match, risk-free bet, Thanksgiving only. So if you're a true football fan, you don't want to let this opportunity pass you by. You simply can't lose. Make sure you do your part to support your team this season. Hop on the gravy train, get in on the action with mybookie.ag, promo code BIG12, BIG12. You play, you win, you get paid. Barry Trammell of the Oklahoma, and always a great guest joining us here on the show. Uh, Barry, as as you look at OU, obviously a team that you cover very closely down there. Jalen Hurts, I mean, it just doesn't seem to me like he's progressing uh, throughout the season like some of the previous quarterbacks that uh, Lincoln Riley's had that have won Heisman's, whether it's Baker or Kyler or whoever it might be. I mean, those two guys are obviously the, uh, the main two there. What do you think's going on? I mean, is, is it just the fact that Jalen Hurts is more of a, a running back playing quarterback, or are you seeing this differently?
1: Well, he's not as good as Baker Mayfield or Kyler Murray. That's mm-hmm. clear. Yeah. Guess who else isn't as good as Baker Mayfield or Kyler Murray? <laughs> Everybody else on the planet playing college football. <laughs> the standards at which we're holding Jalen Hurts to are enormous. It's been crazy down here. You know, Oklahoma loses to K-State then has a bye week, then uh, you know, gets taken to the wire by Iowa State. And people are talking about the OU offense. In these last two games, which they've lost to K-State and squeaked by Iowa State, the Oklahoma offense has had 23 possessions, and they've produced um, 10 touchdowns and four field goals, which is basically the equivalent of about 12 touchdowns. 12 touchdowns in 23 possessions is not just winning football. It's championship football. It's historic football. And yet people want to talk about the offense. Jalen hurts has some flaws in his game. There's no doubt about it. Mm-hmm. He also has some things in his game that nobody else can produce. Like that scrambling ability that keeps teams, uh, petrified 60 minutes at a time. So, the Oklahoma defense is in, is in tatters, and that is what's got the Sooners sort of on the, uh, you know, on the edge of the cliff here. But Jalen Hurts is, is a wonderful quarterback. He's played fabulously. He's just not as good as Baker Mayfield or Kyler Murray.
0: So then, what do you make of uh, you know where this team is? You mentioned early on when we were talking that that you know they're not as good as we thought they would be. Uh, it seemed to me like the defense was taken and making some strides under Alex Grinch uh, the first half of the season. Is is it because of the way that unit has played or not played that you don't think this team is uh, up to snuff
1: per se? Yeah, I do. I, the, the truth of this OU season is that it was front loaded with an easy schedule. Mm-hmm. Um, Houston was a pretty good offense when they played them to start the season. Houston was pretty good. They had the, the Eric King and Alex, Alex Grinch offense uh, played uh, played a pretty solid game. Mm-hmm. But um, since then, they have not played uh, offenses that uh, are doing much. Um, you know, the, the best offenses in the Big 12. Texas, now Texas is an excellent offense, and the Sooners played pretty well. But these last two weeks – Kansas State and Iowa State um, are very good, off, very good offenses. Uh, diverse offenses. They can do quite a bit of stuff, and they have they punctured holes in this Oklahoma defense. And the defense is reverting back to the uh, to the standard of the last couple of years. So, um, you know those those same possessions. Um, it's it's uh, what is it? It's twenty three. Possessions for K-State and Iowa State these last two weeks—they scored uh, seven and uh, they've scored 13 touchdowns Mm -hmm. in 23 possessions. That's terrible defense. That's unacceptable defense. That's the kind of defense that got Mike Stoops fired. So, this is not a good Oklahoma defense right now.
0: Barry Trammell of the Oklahoma, and always bringing it here. Uh, joining us uh, on KCMO, so Barry, when you look at right now the other team you cover closely in the state, the Oklahoma State Cowboys. A uh, couple of weeks ago, the sky was falling in Stillwater. I mean, you talk about OU fans overreacting. Oklahoma State fans were wondering if you know Mike Gundy still had the touch. What's going on? Then they win a couple of games. They're in the top 25 of the first college football playoff rankings. All appears to be well. Uh, is, there, is there more going on, though, for people that aren't on the ground in Stillwater with this team, with Gundy, with the program?
1: No. They just, you know what, they, Oklahoma State's the kind of team that plays a bunch of close games. And what we've seen these last two games, they, they go to Ames and get a good win 34-27, they go home and beat TCU 34-27. Either game could have went the other way. But to me, Mike Gundy is very proud and speaks often of the OSU culture that's been built. And in some ways, he's very true. He's very accurate. The Cowboys have developed a winning culture. And when things get tough, they don't give in. They stay tough. You know, it looked like when they were 4-3 and three, that this season could be sideways fast. But now they're 6-3. They're ranked by the committee. They're ranked in the AP poll. They're having a nice season. And to me, it's a, uh, it's a symbol of what Gundy has built. You know, if you look at the Big 12 football standings going back, it doesn't really matter anymore how far you go back. You can go back as many as 12 years. The second most successful program in the Big 12 is Oklahoma State. Mm-hmm. Slightly better than Texas, slightly better than K-State, slightly better than TCU. I mean, they have, they have uh, over a long period of time, they have turned themselves into a quality football program. And I think what we've seen these last two games is just a team that knows how to win, a program that knows how to win, and that's relying on its pedigree.
0: Barry Trammell, our guest. Barry, right now, if you were to stack it up, who's your, who's your coach of the year in the Big 12? Is it Rule? Is it Kleiman? I mean, who, who's your guy in this race?
1: Well, right now, I think it's, it's uh, Rule. I actually thought Baylor was going to be pretty good. I picked him for fourth okay. um, behind uh, the Sooners, Longhorns, and Cyclones. But I thought Baylor was going to be pretty good. I love Matt Rule. I think he's big time. Um, now I will say this: if, if Baylor Baylor can stumble, they they got Oklahoma and Texas the next two weeks, so they could stumble pretty fast. And I think Kleiman is a good candidate to rise up if you need a, a coach of the year candidate because this is a guy. You know, K State was picked down there in the bottom four with all the new coaches, um, but K State is uh, you know ha- having an excellent year. they uh, they'd be ranked in the top fifteen if they'd have pulled that game out in Austin. So. Um, I think Hyman's a, a good candidate as well, but I think right now Rule is, is pretty overwhelming, um, especially if Baylor can say split these next two, make it to the Big Crop title game. Yeah, I'm I'm pretty sure that's an award that's going to go to Matt Rule.
0: Last thing for you, Barry, as you look at, at programs that may have underachieved, I know Texas still controls its own destiny of the Big 12 title game. Um, you know, Iowa State, a team that some of us thought could compete for a Big 12 title, it has lost four games, but it's four games by 11 points. I mean, which fan base right now, outside of the ones at the bottom of the conference, should be the most disappointed with how this season has gone?
1: Probably Iowa State, mm-hmm. uh, because they have been so close, you know, um, one play in Norman, uh, one kick in Waco. Um, you know, they lost uh, – they should have beat Iowa. Yeah. Now, Oklahoma State got them pretty good. It's 34-27, but, um, you know, they they are so close to having an excellent year, and now they're fighting, you know, to get in the 7, 5, 8, and 4 range. But um, probably Iowa State. Texas has some flaws. Uh, Texas is going to be disappointed just about no matter what mm-hmm. <laughs> because of their expectations, and and you know they, they've had great years. Iowa State does not has not had many great years, has not had a chance at many great years. This year they did, they fell on the wrong side of close games, and now they're you know they're sort of uh, just trying to keep their head above water.
0: Well, he's Barry Trammell. The insight is always outstanding here on the show. Uh, Barry, great to have you on. Love the continued work with the Oklahoman. Thanks for all you do, and uh, enjoy the games this weekend. Hey, thanks, Pete. He's Barry Trammell of the Oklahoma and loved the insight and the uh, perspective out of him. Great job. I just love talking to Barry. He is one of a kind. Uh, great to have him on the show. Guys, uh, please take a minute and leave us a rating and a review and subscribe to the podcast. iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play. Helps set a lot. Helps us grow the show in return as a favor. Uh, you do one for me. I'll do one for you. And uh, you can... Leave that rating and review. Send me a screenshot of the rating and review to Pete Mundo, M-U-N-D-O, at heartlandcollegesports.com, and we will get the koozie in the mail for you guys. Uh, Heartland College Sports koozie to keep the beer cold. Appreciate you guys, and we will talk to you soon.